Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, thanks for agreeing to do this. Um, like I reckon it, like I, I'm just really enjoying just interviewing people and trying to, I don't know, build up the sport and get get a few more people interested in it and um yeah, um, a lot of a lot of people, um, you know, I, I I don't know. It's just like any sport where I don't know, af- like football seems to get like a lot of media coverage, running doesn't. Um, so, and then like just seeing seeing um, your results, like it's pretty exciting. Like, and then just doing a bit of reading about your story as well. Like, um, the last three or four years haven't been easy for you. Yeah, absolutely, mate. So, um, yeah, first of all. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it's, I, I really agree with, you know, what you're saying. It's, it's a, that sort of sport where, you know, you try and do what you can to promote it. Um, it probably doesn't get the recognition it deserves um, in a lot of ways. So, you know, everything that anyone does to try and, you know, bring a bit of attention to it is, is unbelievable. So always happy to uh, be a part of it. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's it's been a bumpy three or four years. Um, probably all started back in 2017 when I had Achilles surgery. Um, after, you know, coming off a pretty good stint as a junior. Um, you know, things were going pretty well back then, but um, yeah, it's just been probably injury after injury the last three or four years, but finally sort of, I don't know, this past maybe six to 12 months, I've um, probably just hit my stride a little bit better and was fortunately able to get in some good training um, before Albie and, and to get that result was really, really promising for me. Yeah, because like your name's sort of been, yeah, bubbling around, circling around the Australian middle distance circuit for a few years now, like, because was it, did you run 341 in 2017? And, and we, you were just 18 when you ran that. So that's a pretty mind boggling time at that age. Um, and then sounds like Achilles, Achilles, um, your Achilles flared up right after that. Yeah, exactly right. So um, that was back at the start of 2017. I was in my final year of juniors actually. And, um, it was just as I moved, um, started to move to Canberra to train with Dick Telford. Um, and as I was pro- approaching the, the final year of my juniors, um, I really wanted to, you know, give the Nationals a good crack in 2017. I knew I was in pretty good shape. I had a bit of an Achilles issue in um, the month leading up. And um, for me, I was probably silly enough to push through the pain. And I, you know, I didn't think it was anything too bad, but sort of pushed through till nationals, got through nationals, got it done. Um, was lucky enough to, to win that, but um, yeah. And then ever since then, it just really struggled the rest of that year. And um, it took me a good seven months of rehab to finally sort of figure out that I needed the surgery. Um, but yeah, I think even then, you know, everything is exciting. It's still one of the best things I've done. Do you know what, what they did in that surgery? Um, uh, so um yeah what was involved yeah so um at first of all it was i had a i think it was an 11 mil tear in my achilles so 
the first part was mending that. Um, I also had quite a sharp, like, so with my calcaneus, the sort of the top of it was quite sharp and that was um, like help pushing through the Achilles. And I think that sort of assisted in tearing it. So I had the bone shaved down um, and they also took out the bursa and about three to four mil of degenerative tendon, I was told. Yeah, okay, far out. And then um, yeah. since then, like, um, like that will obviously take a while to recover from, um, but that wasn't the only injury that you suffered. Um, sound like from doing a bit of reading, it's um, gone from one injury to another, like whether it was knee pain or a femoral stress fracture, um, uh, shin pain. Um, yeah, it sounds like you sort of, sort of jumped on the injury merry-go-round um, after that. Yeah, well, that's it. So um, after I had Achilles surgery um, at the end of 2017, I I probably went through even up to now. I've probably I've probably only had three or four months of bed of I guess um, solid training, and I just get injured again. So it's always always something else. So I've had like you said, I've had uh, a bit of femur stuff. I've had patellofemoral issues twice. Um, I've had a few calf strains. Um, I've had a fibula stress reaction, a foot. Um, so yeah, it's been several things. And like I say, it's just so frustrating because you get a good, you know, two, three, four months in, whatever it might be, and an injury will strike down again. It'll be another month or two on the sidelines. And, um, you know, there's only so much cross training you can do, you know, to keep fit, but it's always hard to keep it going. Um, so for me, look, it's, it's been, been pretty tough uh, the last few years, but I just hope I'm sort of coming out the other side um you know slowly now hopefully i can string a few more weeks months you know even years together and who knows what can happen um with your recent success so yeah when, when you won the new south wales 3k champs uh towards the end of november in yeah a brilliant 756 and and then obviously um yeah beating um a three-time olympian jeff risley and and the super informed Ollie Hore um, at the recent LB Thomas Mile. Um, like, have you have you changed a few things um, in your running to to that it's led to this form in terms of like you're able to um, stay more injury free? Like, are, are there a few things that you've had to change in your training in recent times to to try to stay on the good side of injury? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um you know obviously you can't you can't always be doing the same things and expect different results as they say so you gotta gotta try and mix it up a bit me and dick have um i actually do quite a bit different to a lot of the guys in my squad uh, we mix it up quite a bit so most recently i've probably been keeping the mileage a fair bit lower um more quality in the sessions i'd say um that's been the main thing i've also uh converted to you know i just wear like big hoppers on most of my easy runs like just got the biggest shoes i could find like, yeah a lot of padding, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, a few little changes here and there. Like I try and keep good strength work, strength work up to sort of reduce um, any sort of um, injuries as, as much as possible. But so the main few things, um, we've definitely done things a little bit differently. It seems to be working pretty well. I think I definitely respond better to the quality work over like, you know, just sheer miles. Um, so that's probably been the biggest change for me. And, and I guess at the end of the day, you know, if you're centimetre meter running, you've got to be pretty fit, but you've also got to be very quick. So um, I think that's the main goal to keep keep that speed there and, and as much quality as possible. Yeah, fantastic. And 
Um, yeah, after you know such a hard run with injury over the last three or four years, like it must have been a pretty sweet feeling um, that LB Thomas Mile um, race. Um, take us through that race, and did you did you always feel like you could run run that kind of time, um, or was that a bit of a surprise? Um, yeah, so that was that was a bit of a surprise, more so to to I guess win that one um just against you know some some very good guys like oliver Hoare, as we say jeff rise like the quality of those athletes you know they're just phenomenal especially ollie with the year he had over there running 334 and um 353 miles so that was a surprise and saying that like i i must say i it was probably you know got him at a bit of a vulnerable time i guess like he, he come over he had a quarantine for two weeks um you know probably sliding back into that winter sort of training so He's not probably in as peak a shape as he probably was when he ran those times, but it's still very good to, you know, go up against those guys. Um, but for me, I knew I was in some decent shape. Um, we had actually a couple of um, 1,500-meter time trials in the weeks leading up. Um, just the OS track, Dick was doing a study for um, a study through the university to test um, a bicarb thing. So... Uh, two weeks in a row, I did that, basically a solo 1,500-meter effort, and I was only one second off my PB both weeks in a row. So, um, yeah, I sort of ran 3.42 twice, so I kind of knew I was thereabouts. Um, so I feel like, you know, given the right race, I should be able to hopefully run a PB, but who knows. Um, but, yeah, even in Albi, I, I figured that um, 3.57 was good, but given the style of race, I just feel like, there might even be a little bit more there, you know, I'm hoping, but I guess only time will tell. Yeah, that's unreal to hear. Um, so are you thinking, um, like, uh, are, are you really striving for to try out for the Tokyo Olympics? Um, like, is that is that on your radar um, now, like, um, a bit more, more so than ever, I guess, because you're starting to string a few results together? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, obviously, that's sort of the pinnacle of anyone's um, athletic journey. It's, you know, Tokyo, Olympics, whatever. It's, it's where you got to look at and you got to struggle. And saying that, it's, it's probably more realistic for me to, to look further and, um, you know, I guess the next one and world champs and all that. But it's definitely not off the radar. Um, you never know what can happen, I guess. Just if you keep, you know, stringing the training together, get some good races, you never know. It, I mean, it's going to be a super tough team to make. I think this is probably one of the strongest... Um, I guess middle distance, particularly 1500, it's just going to be so hard to make that team. So uh, Australia's got a lot of depth at the moment. Um, you know, when you've got guys like Stewie and and Matt Ramsden and Ollie, Ollie Hoare and Gregson and Risley, just so many names there. So um, yeah, it should be an interesting year for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're currently at Perisher um, doing a stint of altitude training. You're up there for three weeks, you're halfway through it. Um, Take us through what like a Monday to Sunday sort of typical week looks like um, now that you're sort of hopefully, you know, touch wood sort of found this sort of closer to a ha happy medium in terms of staying injury free. And um, yeah, what does a typical week look for Jai Edwards in terms of training? Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's changed a little bit um, over the years, I guess, but it's it's still pretty, pretty standard to what everyone else does. But um, I'll normally do... Monday might do a run, you know, an hour or so, some strides, something like that. Um, I'll also do some gym work. And mo most recently what I've added is a bit of cross training to my um, 
to, I guess, as a, as a double run. So I might do, you know, 30, 40 minutes on the bike or the elliptical or something like that just to, I guess, make up that, that bit of extra as a double. Um, Tuesdays for us, we're generally at the track or doing, I guess that's more the, the quicker work, the 400 type reps, like that sort of thing, um, which is probably, you know, more my preference. Um, then for me, Wednesday is similar to a Monday. You know, we're doing an hour run or so, maybe some strides, depends how, how I feel. And um, again, just sort of making up those doubles with some cross training just to keep off the legs as much as possible. Um, Thursdays is generally, you know, another session, some sort of threshold type work. Um, it might vary a bit. Sometimes throw some hills in there, just depends what, what uh, Mr. Telford has uh, on the menu for us. Um, Fridays have been having completely off, so have a good good day off, just do some cross training. Um, and Saturday, we normally do a good, good session, generally out at Stroma or something like that, some K reps or, you know, a variation thereof. Um, and Sunday for me has only been, you know, 10 mile run or so, maybe sometimes a bit harder. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to reduce the K as much as possible, keep the quality there. And um, yeah, it's pretty much standard week for me. And is this um, one of your first altitude stints? Um, because it like sounds like otherwise you've pretty much been on the sidelines and um, like it, it's probably a different situation than you've been in it over the last couple of years. Yeah, so well, actually, I had my first ever stint. It was five years ago, 2016, same. I just, it was just before I joined Telford's group, I knew some of the boys here. Um, but I, typically, I got, got injured after about nine days. So yeah. um, I came up here and got, I got about, I think I got a full week and was just starting the second week and I uh, got a stress reaction in my foot. So uh, saying that, you know, it's, that's the way athletics goes, I guess, you know, running in general. You just, you just live and learn. Um, I just did some things back then that, wouldn't even think of doing now. I just wore the wrong shoes. Just you know, probably up the mileage a little bit too much. Just just silly things as you you know you live and learn, I guess. But um, so I guess you know that wasn't a real proper one. This is probably my first decent one. So um, yeah, it's 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 really good up here. Really enjoying it. It's you know I'd love to get to Falls one day, but Parish is just good for us because it's quite accessible. It's only a couple of hours down the road, um, particularly in these COVID times. You just you know do what you can do. So. We're pretty lucky up here, I think. And who, who else are you staying with at the moment from Team Telford? Um, who's up there with you um, training together? So currently it's um, yeah, pretty much just our group. We've got myself, Josh Johnson, Aaron Parker, um, Leanne Popiani. We also had James Nippers for a good couple of weeks, but he's already back down just due to work commitments. Um, we've got a few of the younger guys up here. One of the young guns from Lee Bobbin's group who's also Canberra. His name's Thomas Palfrey, he um, ran four oh six at Albi with a with a four. So um, he's a he's a bright talent, only seventeen years old. So um, he's one to look out for in the future. Ah, oh, fantastic! And um, I'm probably like um, interested in also a bit more about your backstory, Jai. Like, how did it all start? Like, how did you actually get involved with running? And um, yeah, how did it all start? Because um, it looks like you've you're sort of a a star, star junior sort of um, for a little while there. Um, yeah, how'd you get into running? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess for me, I was just like the typical Aussie kid. I did all the sports um, when I was when I was young. I think it was cricket, surf club, athletics in the summer. In winter, I did soccer for many years, you know, rugby league and rugby union and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I guess I didn't really, I was, 
quite a late developer, so I didn't really excel in many of those sports, um, particularly the contact sports. Um, you know, I just I just always had this sort of I guess passion for athletics, but I wasn't I wasn't great back when I was younger. I was actually quite a, a chunky kid, like I was, you know, never I wasn't really born to run, so I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just just sort of fell in love with us. Slowly got better, I guess, over the years. Um, particularly throughout high schools when I kind of started to notice, you know, probably started grow a little bit, but even throughout high school it was very tough. I was like I said, I was a, a late bloomer, so it was you know going up against guys who were just you know, a head taller than me and just big boys. Like it was, it was some few tough years there, but just kept at it. Um, I always loved, always loved running. And um, yeah, just slowly over the years, I guess got better and better. I transitioned coaches um, just from the junior ranks to some local guys. Uh, most recently before Dick, I was with uh, John Adderton from Sydney. So um, yeah, he was phenomenal. Um, so he really sort of, I guess, got me to a more elite level. Um, as a, I guess, a late junior, and yeah, just haven't looked back since I've come with Dick as well. So, very fortunate. Yeah, fantastic. And like through those times when, like, um, you were sort of smaller than everyone, and um, yeah, you you said you were a late developer. Um, was it just the love of the sport um, that sort of got you through those times, or were there some people saying, "Oh, um, you will have your time in the sun." Uh, one day if you just stick at it and, and be patient so like what what do you think got you through the sport or um yeah is, is that just something that you're are you quite a resilient and and um patient patient person at heart or yeah what got you through those hard times yeah so it's it's, it's funny because i don't know as a junior it's it is super tough and everyone always tells you like i knew back then that you know there was i knew these guys were developing early i knew that um you know, so many of them were just going to be that much better just just because of that. Um, and it was very tough for me as a, you know, a young fellow. But um, I knew that if I stuck at it, I'd be okay. Um, but it's just funny. I always look back now and so many of those guys that were just absolutely dominating back then, you know, they're nowhere to be seen these days. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think yeah, I, you know, I was, I was quite resilient as a junior, I guess. I just always stuck at it. Like, like I'd, I had some tough times. I, I remember my first ever... Um, my first ever national, well, national team that I made for New South Wales team. Um, I flew, I ran a, the 3K qualifier to make nationals, flew all the way over to Perth from Sydney to race. And mind you, I got the qualifier about, about you know, 3K. I think I got it by about 0.3 of a second and just snuck under. Flew all the way over to, to Perth. Um, had, we got some family over there, had about, you know, 10, 15 of my family come, and, come out and watch and, Back then, I was just struggling with the growing pains, the knees and the, the uh, uh, heels and all that. So, um, and they all come out, you know, paid an entry fee to come watch me, and I flew all the way over there in DNF. So, that was pretty tough. Um, you know, it's just stuff like that. It's but you look back, it's just it's yeah, you know, I guess a little bit of a laugh now, but it's yeah, it's just those tough times you go through. Um, I'm just so glad I stuck with the sport. I mean, and you know, I think for me, being able to get I guess slightly better and better every year was always helpful um i was always there about so um, i just hopefully you know i hope i can keep progressing onwards and you know who knows what the future holds i guess what what advice would you have for um someone who is struggling through injury um because like your story um um is you know so so, so common um it's, it's it's the kind of sport that like sometimes you have this great performance but then 
you know, they're four years apart. Um, like, and you just have to hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. And it's almost like that good performance. You just remember it and that's what keeps you going um, for another three or four years. But um, yeah, given that you've gone through so many injuries and then, um, yeah, like you, you've, you know, you sh like what, what keeps you at it um, and, and what would some advice be um, to someone who's going through similar hard times? Yeah, so look, it's it's just it's so hard to say. I mean, like during it, and I still, you know, have had had that sort of feeling most recently, where you, you know, it's you you're just struggling, you know, day to day. You you're trying to be as patient and as resilient as possible. It's super hard. I think for me, the toughest thing has just been it's just been frustrating. It's just a frustrating thing, injuries. Um, and but it's just one of those things that yeah, you look back on, and it's I think I think one thing that's always think about there's always time. So you just got to. You just got to be smart about it. Do do what you can. Um, you know, there's always time to to recover to to be better than than you were. Um, and that's the other thing. I think with every single injury that I've had, I've just sort of learned from it, and I guess it's just made me a better athlete the next time. Just not to do certain things. Um, so yeah, it's 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 never easy. Um, but I think the main thing is just to to be as patient as possible and just yeah look for those look for those results that will come because, you know, you can't, I guess, you got to have that time eventually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think that's um, some great advice. Um, like patience um, is such a big thing. Like everyone's in a rush to achieve what they want to achieve. Um, but then also you said it really well earlier. Um, you know, once you get injured, learn from it. And, and then um, if you just do the same thing, the same thing's going to happen. So, um, yeah, try to change... Um, change and as a person from it so um yeah who are um some of your most influential role models or teachers or inspirations been so far in your career and who have you um, um got some of your biggest learnings from yeah it's a, it's a very good question actually um yeah it's it's tough like for me i particularly as a junior i had some good junior coaches um and slowly, I just sort of, I guess, worked up the ladder. I just, you know, I've just had more elite coaches as I've gone on. Um, John Adden, for me, was a phenomenal coach. Um, you know, that was just a big step up for me. I learned so much from him um, back then. And and even now um, with Dick, it's, um, you know, he's another just extraordinary coach. Just the, the amount of experience he has, the physiology background. And the thing I love about Dick is that he, he doesn't really do everything by the book. It's almost just stuff he's learn along the way experience like it's um you know certain things work for different people like i you know yes he is predominantly a marathon coach but he um you know he's got a great idea of you know the physiology and everything behind it and i do completely different stuff from you know a lot of the guys in the group so um he's been someone i've just learned so much from particularly the last you know three or four years with him um but yeah, just just even I guess you get talking to people. I'm pretty close with um, Jessica Hull, who you know obviously she's absolutely motoring over there um, in the states. So just to talk to her every now and then, like it's it's really helpful. Like when you you know you talk to these people who have just been at the top levels and they've done you know like all those big meets and everything like that. It's it's um it's very very helpful. So. Um, but yeah, and then just in terms of people, I've I guess I've looked up to as well, which was probably um, Jeff Rise is one. I mean, he really 
got me into the sport. I love watching him, particularly around sort of 2014 Com Games time. Um, that was, yeah, he really inspired me. And, and even early on, I guess, you know, the Gregsons and, and the Mottrams back, back uh, turning back the clock a bit, like they were the ones who, I don't know, really sort of inspired me to want to run more. Um, but yeah, just so many, so many good athletes in Australia to, to look up to. So um, yeah, it's awesome. Nice. It must have been pretty cool to, um, yeah, run with Jeff at that LB Thomas mile. Like, did you get a chance to chat to him afterwards or warm down with him? Or yeah, I actually did have a bit of a chat to Jeff. Um, yeah, Jeff, someone. Yeah, it was it was quite special actually. I've, first time I've raced him, so um, yeah, he's just a phenomenal athlete, Jeff. I've looked up to him for so many years, and I was even back, you know, when I was a teenager through high school. I'd, try and copy him a bit like I remember I bought the the black angle socks with the Nike kicks and stuff like that like I just I wanted to be Jeff Rise I almost tried to run like him like it was um so it's just guys like that that you, you know you look up to and um yeah it's I was just I was actually quite uh, in awe of him and you know particularly throughout high school so to meet him and and I still look up to him you know he's you know still kicking on now he's a phenomenal athlete so I really hope he does well um but yeah, guys like that that you just meet and they, they're great people as well, so humble down to earth, you know, they um they've been through everything and they're willing to pass on sort of that knowledge to the younger generation. It's it's really good. In five to ten years time, like this is a pretty hard question, but um ideally, um what would you love to have achieved um in the sport of running, um and then even just uh career wise and life wise? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I mean, look, the standard answer is always going to be you just want to make it as far as possible as you can with running, which obviously the world stage is whatever that may be. Um, Com Games, Olympic Games, World Champs, etc. Um, for me, I don't know. I I just love the. I'd love to look back and just know I've you know I haven't left anything on the table. Like I just I've given it you know best shot. I'd rather. I just don't want to be that guy though that I guess injury got the better like I'd rather if you're not good enough you're not good enough but um I just I'd hate for injuries to get in the way of that so for me it's just you know I'll do everything I can it might have to be you know a little bit different to the standard athlete but um yeah if I can just look back in five well, hopefully longer 10 15 years and just think look I gave it everything I had and um you know if you're good enough you're good enough but that's pretty much it so leave nothing on the table yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Um, and then outside of outside of running, um, uh, like I saw that you're um, completing a sports and exercise science um, degree. Um, have you finished that, or where are you at with that? And and then um, yeah, um, do you have a job outside of running? And and um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about life outside of running. Yeah, so I moved to Canberra at the start of 2017 after I finished school, um, straight into a sport and exercise science degree, which I'm basically done. I think I've got one subject left or something. So I'm just about there for that. I don't know if I'll do anything extra on top. I've sort of been tossing that up. I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, that's been really good. I mean, when you sort of study something that is so applicable to your sport, it's, it's very helpful. Um, but that's been really good. And, and other than that, I, I just sort of work casually to, you know, um, just been at Kmart for a few years, so nothing special there. Um, hopefully, I can get a job, you know, properly once I'm done my degree. Hopefully, use that. Um, if I do anything further, I, you know, I may or may not. I'm not sure, but 
Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, you know, but life in Canberra has been pretty good. Like, I, you know, with training and, and uni and, and work and all that, it keeps you pretty damn busy. Um, I, I live with, well, I used to live with my former roommate was um, a marathon runner from Toowoomba, Ben McCronin. Um, so he just recently moved back home and now Aaron Parker, um, also from the squad. So I moved in with him for now. Um, and yeah, so there's not too much else to it. Apart from that, I'd, you know, just go around, uh, spend a fair bit of time with uh, big Matt Dempsey, who's, I guess, unofficially retired from the sport, but I'm hoping we can get him back. Um, yeah, we just spent a lot of time at cafes and talking rubbish. And uh, Josh Johnson as well, he's another one. Yep. Just, yeah. Talk about uh, talking rubbish. I was like that. <laughs> oh, talking rubbish. Yeah, absolutely. He's, uh, he's probably the king. So no, he's um, he's just you know, never a dull moment with Josh. He, um, yeah, he's good. He's just a, a very funny guy. So no, it's good. We've got a really good group up here. So um, yeah, I'm loving the environment I have. So you can see yourself um, based in Canberra um yeah for the for the time being um and uh like with your exercise science degree um uh do you have any sort of idea of what direction you sort of want to take that um yeah yeah so i mean for me it's um well, i guess first and foremost with camera I, you know, I wasn't too sure how that would sort of pan out i thought i've got to make the move i got to see and i'm looking back now so glad i did um I got the college offers actually back then, you know, I got a fair few different ones, um, some, some half decent ones too. I just, I just was never too keen, particularly, I don't know, 18, 19. Looking back, I sort of think, you know, could I, should I, but um, I think I made a good move coming here. I always just thought, I think I couldn't run just as good here in Australia as I could over there. I don't know, that was my thinking back then, whether it was right or wrong, I'm not sure, but I guess we'll find out. But um, yeah, certainly I haven't regretted that at all. Um, I guess for the time being, I'll, I'll continue to push on here and, you know, we've got a pretty good squad up here. So but you look at, you know, guys like MTC, um, they're able to do it all just from Melbourne. I know they travel around a bit, but they get it done. Stewie's one of the best in the world at the moment. So that's really, um, it's really good for the sport that we have some of the best guys in the world, you know, right here in Australia. So that's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, from, from, from for the time being, I think I'll definitely just you know keep kicking on. Um, I do enjoy Canberra; it takes a bit of getting used to, but um, yeah, happy happy with the move for the moment. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, and then I was just sort of looking through your personal bests, and um, you know, after seeing your three fifty seven mile, um, I'm really interested to hear um, and open up as much as you you like, but. Like, where would you like to see your 1500 down to, um, and 800 down to, um, by the, by the end of, uh, 2021, uh, do you have time goals or is it more sort of performance goals or, or process goals, or is it more just to stay injury free? Well, I think first and foremost, uh, to stay injury free is probably the number one, but in saying that, I think they go hand in hand. If you stay injury free, the times probably will come. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely just want to refresh that whole PB page. Um, I'm happy now with the mile. I just wanted my three game PB to start with a seven. That was good. <laughs> um, you know, same with the mile. I wanted to start with a three. I wasn't too worried. But again, just as quick as I can go. I think I think I've definitely got a you know three three something in the fifteen. Uh, I'm not sure what, but I feel like I should be able to run a bit quicker. Um, pretty much, I guess sub three forty would be great. Anything extra is a bonus. 
Um, what I really want to update actually is my 800. So I'm looking at doing an 800 soon, maybe ACT champs. That's about, what's that, five years old now. So <laughs> that's got to um, get an update. That's probably the, the biggest one. Um, but the other thing is as well for me, I, I haven't even done a proper 5K. So that's another thing I've got to do. I don't, I don't have a 5K PB. I think quick as I've run, it's probably like a 5K threshold around Stromo at about 14, 40, and that's about it. So um, yeah, really got to do one of those. Nice. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so like with um, with the five k, like, will you plan to do that this season as well, or um, like, are you really sort of targeting that fifteen hundred? Because um, with those buffering time trials that you did um, before the Albie Thomas Mile um, with uh, Dick Study, um, were those uh, three forty two? Um, were they by yourself? Were they solo? Yeah, yeah, they were solo. So with the trial, we got paired up in groups of two, but um, he sort of purposely had it so we weren't you know, meant to be close. So, um, you know, I was supposed to be running, you know, 60, 61 second laps and whoever you're paired with might be like 64, 65. So you shouldn't be close. So there was no like, um, you know, yep. like just getting on the back of someone and helping them through. So yeah, that was completely solo. Um, which you know, I was pretty happy with. It was only a second, about a second off my PB both times. So um, that's when I kind of knew, like I was thereabouts. Um, so that was definitely, a, I guess, more of a confidence boost than anything, even though I can sort of, you know, run that that sort of time just on my own in training, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, and um, yeah, I, we've, um, we're, like what I'm interested also is, um, just something a little bit about you that no one, you, you reckon no one um, would actually know about. So what's something um, uh, that's um, really, um, I don't know, that you're interested in or um, something that, um, that no one would know about? Um, yeah. It's oh, a very tough question. Um... Yeah, I know. one thing that not many people, I guess, would know, I mean, people that close is like, I am very OCD, particularly like with running stuff. Um, I think a lot of runners are, but the stuff, like when I put my bibs on, they got to be, got to be spot on, like, um, <laughs> little things like that, like around the house, I'm, I'm so bad. I just really OCD with certain things. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> nah, I that's a time, that, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what I could, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. If I think of something, I'll uh, <laughs> say, yeah. No, that, 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 that is a good one. Um, uh, and like being a physio myself, like, um, and being a keen runner myself, like I've definitely got um, traits like that and, and so many runners do. And often like that's um, part of the personality that makes you a good runner, but it also is a, a part that um, uh, you've got to tame and taper like um, so that you're less likely to get injured as well. Um, uh because sometimes like you know you're so so focused on ticking every box or um that you know maybe maybe you know doing that one extra thing's not necessarily the right thing in terms of um how tired you're becoming um uh yeah i mean does that speak true to you at all like um and um yeah i'm probably given that injury has been such a huge part like of of um, your career so far, and and I, I reckon like it's just a 
it's just a development developmental thing and you're learning so many things and you'll soon find that winning formula but like other than the hockers and um and the cross training um is there anything like even just from like a personality side of things um that uh or, or the way that you view the sport um you've had to sort of change at all um or um yeah to to try to because i think sometimes we we don't don't appreciate that enough i reckon in terms of um how much that sort of um does sort of um promote injury or, or give us make us at risk of injury yeah so i guess first just for to your first point about you know i guess like ocd and stuff i think i think that can be very good and it can also have some um i guess bad effects as well i guess in a, in a way um but just like you know i think if you sort of a bit OCD, we think it's pretty good. Like you're pretty sort of routine, um, you know, keep things pretty similar as best as possible. But in saying that, I think um, if you're too OCD with stuff and thinking you, you got to do this, got to do that, you have to keep everything the exact same. I think sometimes it's just good to, you know, run the field. If you're feeling a bit cooked, you know, maybe skip a double or whatever it may be, you know, I think you got to listen to your body a lot more, which is something I've, I've learned a lot actually the last few years. Um, it was funny when I was when I was younger. I actually, just I just used to run hard all the time. I didn't didn't know what an easy run was. I just you know I train hard, and then between I just run ten k hard. Between I just be cooked twenty four seven, and you just you just don't get the quality of the sessions that you need. So that was that was tough. Um, I was particularly like you know sort of late high school. And I, just, I just remember particularly I was just always tired and just yeah just twenty four seven cooked. But um, yeah so. In terms of yeah, like it's you got to yeah, it's a it's a tough one. You got to you got to look at the sport. Like it's I've definitely changed the way I look at the sport. Um, and I, I I've I don't know, I guess back when I was in high school, um, I feel like it was more almost more of a chore to be running. Whereas nowadays, I just look at it; it's a privilege. And and nowadays, I know notice like I don't always feel like getting up and going for a run. But as soon as that's taken away from you and you can't that's when I really notice it and, and how much I, I do love it. Um, and just, you know, not, not running for a day or a couple of days. It, it, it sucks really. Like it's, it's really tough to sort of deal with mentally. Um, and I think that's just something I've, I've sort of learned over the last few years through injury that more so that it's a privilege than anything to be able to do it. Um, and it's not something, you know, I think I, I felt like I just had, I've put that sort of pressure on myself a few years ago and I'd, so I felt like I had to be running to, to keep people happy, I guess. But now I realize that it's just something I want to do and I couldn't live without really. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super, super grateful to, to do this sport and just, you know, everyone, everyone around me that helps me out. I'm yeah, just so, so thankful for everything that everyone's done for me over the years. Um, like I've, I've noticed, um, like over the years treating a few runners that, um, I've seen like um, a few of the more talented runners. Um, so the runners that seem to get fit quick um, and, you know, they've obviously just blessed with like a pretty good cardiovascular system um, and they're genetically sort of made, made to run or um, uh, often cause you get fit quick um, and uh, you like, um, and you, and, and you, yeah, you, you perform pretty well off three to four months of, of training. Can, do, you, do you feel like that can sometimes be a trap for injury? Um, 
like I've had a few athletes where um, suddenly they're running faster than they probably should have um, on easy days because it's coming easily. Like their their engine is um, like a Ferrari engine, but then um, yeah, their body's not quite there yet because you know you know they might have just come off an injury, but they're already fit after three weeks, four weeks, and so you know, their heart and lungs is telling them that it's easy to do the pace that they're doing, but their body's quite, not quite there. Their muscle, musculoskeletal system's not quite there. And, um, and it sometimes can sort of, uh, evolve into this like, um, never ending cycle of injury because you, you, you're always sort of a bit fitter than where your body's at. Yeah. So that's, um, that's a good point because that's sort of something of, I guess, you know, show with um the last few years and um it's a it's a good thing you say that because it's i've always you know the last particular last um couple of years dick it's it's always been the argument where you always there's the you know, the engine would but unfortunately for me that the chassis is just not quite up the scratch like it's you know so that everything's good cardiovascularly but the body just often doesn't want to take it and um in a way i when i get injured i'm, I'm almost like if I lose a bit of fitness, I'm not too worried because I think that will, I guess, hold me back a bit coming back because I'm just one of those people that just can't hold back. Like when I just run, I just, I guess, run hard. Like I'm probably, I guess sometimes with me, I dig my own hole sometimes. I just probably train too hard when I shouldn't, um, just stuff like that. Like I just can't help myself. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. And um, I guess for me as well, like when I do have those, you know, whatever it may be, six, eight weeks off injured. I, I never just sit still. Like I, I'm always cross training hard, like, you know, once, twice a day, like I try and keep as fit as possible to sort of make that transition smoother. But you're definitely right that when you're coming back, because it needs to be slow, if I'm feeling good, I just, I'll struggle to, to sort of do that. So, um, there can definitely be a, a trap and there's probably one I've fell into a few times, um, returning from injury and, I guess that's something else I've, I've kind of learned along the way is to, you got to be so careful with that sort of thing. Um, you know, particularly having to start over against so many times, um, you quickly realize that it's a, you know, an easy trap to fall into. I reckon you said it really well before, um, where you're like, um, when I asked you, oh, what are your, what are your goals for this year? And you're like, oh yeah, well, firstly, um, to not get injured because um, good performance sort of goes hand in hand with just not getting injured. And if you don't get injured for two years, you're going to run well. Um, and it's funny, um, because your role, well, one of your role models, Jeff Risley, I reckon I've had the same chat with him about five years ago after he, um, used the alter G, um, to get fit while he was injured. And, and then he felt like that was almost, um, the negative of cross training was he was so aerobically fit but his body wasn't ready for the load once he was running and and he was just running faster than he probably should have um but yeah i think yeah taking that long-term view of um just trying to um balance the risk um and the and the benefit from each training decision and and going oh is this um you know am i going to stay injury free um you know uh for a year or two, then yeah, you're more, you're more, you're more likely you're going to, you're going to run well. So it's, it's that tricky balance, but I think it is like a trap that a lot of people fall into and that they're, they're um, uh, pushing too hard uh, 
each week um, and, and not sort of viewing the week as a whole and um, and making sure that they're they're good to run you know in a day or two's time um, uh, uh, this is sort of like get they uh, the, the passion gets the better of them um, on each run yeah absolutely no it's um that's really well said it's it's exactly how it is it's, and it's just like we say it's so easy to fall fall into that trap and I think um, I don't know. Just when you, it's hard to sort of run to a level that where you're probably at versus just how you feel. Like if you you're out there, you want to obviously everyone wants to run as well as they can. And you know, I don't know if you go out there and um, you're just running to how you feel, even if it feels pretty easy, your body's just probably not quite ready for that sort of intensity or or whatever it may be. Um, and yeah, that's often how injuries can reoccur. So. It's a, it's a tough one because it's just so common as well um, these days. But I guess you just got to do what you can. That's another thing. You just got to be as patient as possible, I guess. Um, it's probably better to take an extra few weeks to come back rather than re-injure and add several more weeks in the future. So, yeah, it's it's tough. But um, I think it's just, you know, I guess what, what we have to do to, to get back on two feet. Yeah, Jai, I've, I've really enjoyed this chat. Um, you've definitely got a fan um, down here. Like, I, I'm a fan of yours, definitely, from down here in Victoria. Um, and I'm Thanks, sure man. a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> that listen to this podcast will um, really be following you and, and um, trying to get behind you and um, uh, follow your career with interest. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, anything more to add? Um, like, and uh, if not, like, where can um, everyone follow your your career? Um, yeah, on the socials. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, I guess on the socials part, I, I'm on Instagram. Um, not 100 sure what my username is to be honest, but you can find <laughs> me somewhere there. Um, I'll probably need to post more to be honest. I'm pretty hopeless. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd look, hopefully, hopefully everyone can see me around somewhere. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I know I'll keep on, um, keep on pushing on and, um, yeah, I, I won't quit from this sport. So, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. Just got to keep putting the weeks and months together. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, but thanks for today, mate. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just hopefully, you know, someone can, I guess, listen to this and you know the smallest thing might be able to help them in some way yeah those that are very injury prone yeah no i think um from like just hearing your story and that um by by sticking at it um through the hard times like um i've seen so many runners like gradually change and become more resilient um just over time but you just it's almost like you have to make the mistakes to to learn from them and then once you've learned from them you, you adjust your training and and you you find this schedule that's just specific to you and individual to you and and it works and and then you can link link those weeks and those years together and and your performances just improve and you actually become uh, a more resilient stronger runner that can tolerate a little bit more over time um because you're just so consistent suddenly um so like i reckon that's such a good message and and it's definitely one that we're sort of chatted about a lot today so um yeah nah thanks for the chat and i really enjoyed it and yeah like i said looking forward to watching um watching that 800 go below 150 and um in a few weeks time <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's hope so mate thanks thanks Eve. appreciate it no worries joe <laughs>